welcome to Fab Skin Hot Bodies with your host, me, Dr. Jeanette Graff. And I'd like to introduce my co-host, Joey Camasta. Say hi, Joey. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Well, they're not answering you, but I'll say it's going really well. Really well. We have a great, great show for you today because we have someone who is fantastic. His name is Richie Rizzo, and... He works at the UFC gym in Long Island. He's got a bachelor's in sports nutrition, exercise science, certified personal training, Olympic lifting coach. He does strength and conditioning coach, kettlebell level two, which I will never do. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. It scares me. Um, But here's the thing. He's a former Golden Gloves boxing and Muay Thai kickboxing competitor. Same. Yes, absolutely. And I take his boxing class, and he's too fast. So when he starts doing that, you know, I'm like, what? What? I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Tap, tap, okay? <laughs> but say hi, Richie, first of all. Nice to meet you guys. I'm very excited to be here. So the very first thing I'm going to ask you is what do you sing to her before she goes to sleep at night? Um, Where did that come from? Left field. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever I'm in the mood for, she likes. Uh, she likes hard rock. Sing. She sing goes a song to bed for her. All right. He sings. You're a musician as well. Sing right now. Shall I sing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. I think I must be dreaming that you are here with me. Must have died and gone to heaven. And it's all that I hoped it would be. When the eagles forget how to fly. When it's to any below in July. When the violets turn red. And roses turn blue I'll be still in love with you Okay, wow. Joey, Joey, wake up, okay? <laughs> wake is that, up. Is that an original piece? You, no, no, it's a Brian McKnight piece. Actually. Oh, I remember him. You, you, you almost put me to sleep, okay? <laughs> it was very soothing. So let's talk about boxing because boxing is so hot. Yes, definitely. Very hot. Okay. And, you know, what's very interesting to me, there's a lot more women doing it. Yes, there's been an emergence of uh, female competitors joining the sport. And just the training aspect of it, um, from my experience at the UFC gym, I would say 90% of my clients are females. And I would say about 80% of those actually are interested in boxing or some self-defense or at least some type of full contact training. Yeah, 80% of them scare me. Um, I've watched them punch (laughs) and, uh, you know, they're whack. Yes. (laughs) And and, I'm... Tap, tap. Is there a <laughs> ring there, like a boxing ring that you go there in? Is, I, don't, I don't go into it, but the one-on-ones do, and you've got to see them. That's what you teach the one-on-ones? Right. There's a full-size octagon. Um, I do teach boxing and Muay Thai kickboxing. What is Muay Thai kickboxing? Muay Thai kickboxing is a traditional sport of uh, Thailand, which involves boxing, kicking, knees, and elbows, and of something else called clinching, which is uh, I know that one. a lot of full contact. You uh, know that one? Clenching? Clenching. Yeah. No, not not in the boxing ring. I don't know about that. <laughs> in other areas, I do. There you go. <laughs> should we, keep should things we, tight, girl. You know, keep it, keep it, keep it. Wait, why? First of all, why are you working out at the UFC gym, Doctor Graf? Isn't that for like MMA fighters? 
Well, yeah, but and are you? And they look. Do you look, um, they look at you like you're nuts? What, I'm going to. There? I'm going to be an MMA fighter when I grow up. Perfect. <laughs> no, it's never actually, too late. it's a massive gym that has every piece of equipment and every kind of class that you can imagine, and it does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, it does TRX. There's a lot of different. Do they have a things. smoothie bar? Yes. They yes, do? they okay. do actually. And here's the thing. Um, I usually do two boxing classes a week. One of them is against the bag, and the bag is always winning. The bag wins. <laughs> I lose against the bag. It's a 350-pound bag? 350-pound bag. And will and you punch it and kick yeah, it? Yeah, I'm losing. <laughs> I had black and blue marks all over my <laughs> arms. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen her make some contact, and she gets pretty aggressive in there. So, And what does that good. work if you're punching the bag? Does it, like, give you muscles? Well, yeah, right. There's a specific blowback that the bag gives you, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it. part I of it's it. conditioning. <laughs> it's definitely conditioning. Um, you're obviously, you know, punching, so that in yeah, itself is good exercise. I see them in all uh, the gyms, but I never, exercise. I never touched it. Okay, so let me ask you some questions <laughs> sure. about what boxing does yes. that other sports don't do, and why it's become so popular. I know, and this is very interesting to women that the Victoria's Secret models all box. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of women, a lot of the runway, pre-runway, they're doing boxing. So how does that shape your body differently than other forms of working out? Well, what I like to think is different are the changes of intensity, right? You can be at pretty much moving around at a mellow pace, punching at a mellow pace, and then all of a sudden you become extremely explosive and turn into a power cross or a power hook. Um, there's a lot of trunk rotation involved, which is why a lot of the models, I presume, love the the aspect of boxing and their mixed martial arts is because, you know, your obliques or your flexors come into play and it, there isn't a comparable exercise uh, next to boxing. It's, yeah, it's like changing everything you're doing. Like one second, like you're punching something, the next thing you're on the floor, like lifting your body up, right? <laughs> exactly. I've seen it before. Well, I mean, I didn't participate, yes. but I watched it. <laughs> okay, Joey. <laughs> well, you're going to start boxing. No. Mixed martial arts. Yes, you have to roll back. It's a good thing. <laughs> Wait, I have to get on my back? For mixed martial arts? Yeah, but you've got to roll back and get back up. Oh. Right, right. Well, tell us what mixed martial arts is. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, now um, what's to be known as mixed martial arts is, um, you know, just a mixture of all different martial arts. And it can include boxing, again, Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu are the three main ones that people study when they want to go into MMA. But there are other martial arts involved. You know, there's a lot of fighters that use uh, Shotokan Karate and Capoeira. There's mm-hmm. a, you know, so it's not limited to, um, I think mixed martial arts is an, also an expression of just overall martial arts, right? The combination of all of them and how you express yourself in now, that sense. How much boxing is involved in mixed martial arts? Um, I think a good amount. I mean, it really depends on the individual. Some specialize in striking, so there's going to be a lot of punches and kicking going on, uh, you know, in the specific fight. But, uh, mm-hmm. and again, it's all depending on the fighter. Some d- fighters are more ground heavy so they tend to uh to try to get things on the floor and you know do their grappling and jujitsu and or and or wrestling but again it really depends on the fighter but i mean you're if you're in a fight you know the first thing that you're doing is probably throwing a punch so (laughs) (laughs) would would that be what you would do joey if i got in a fight yeah or would you just like throw a drink at somebody no it depends if i was wasted or not but i normally i'd yeah i'd probably start with a drink for myself and then get into my into beast mode if you will (laughs) I don't know. No, I've never really been in a physical a altercation. No. I probably would, though. I have a lot of aggression I can take out. you got to do boxing. Do I have to buy special gloves? 
Yeah, um, usually, well, there are two different types of gloves. There are regular box, traditional boxing gloves, which um, Muay Thai fighters and boxers use. I have those when I used to be a go-go dancer. (laughs) I got to see that. (laughs) I definitely got to see that. You haven't lived until you've seen Joey go-go dance. (laughs) Right. But then there's like the smaller kind that aren't right. as puffy. The smaller MMA gloves, which are more um, for MMA-specific uh, sports. So, But yeah, those are the two um, two different types of gloves that are traditionally used. Um, and they're different weights. There's 12-ounce, 14-ounce, 16-ounce is usually the ones used for training. Uh, for competitions, they're usually lighter gloves, usually 8 to 12, uh, 12 ounces, depending on the, on the commission and who's uh, sanctioning the fight. And the UFC um, people that like do the, and the champing the fighters, do they mm-hmm. come to work out at your gym? We have had open workouts. Um, I think the last one was in June. Uh, Chris Weidman was there. <gasps> among a few I know other. him from Long Island. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he from my town my in Baldwin, actually. Yeah, so. I have a crush on him. <laughs> I'll let him know. I'm going to tweet at him. <laughs> I'll let him know. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool for us as trainers and for a lot of the members to uh, have the experience um, and to be able to watch them and mm-hmm. to interact with some of the professional um, MMA fighters. Oh, that must be. So tell us some of the health benefits of boxing. The potential caloric expenditure for boxing can range anywhere from 600 to 1,000 calories. I've strapped a lot per of... Day? Uh, per session, per training oh, okay. session, yeah. Um, Not the way I do it, but the way that some of the other animal women do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, low end, I would say five six hundred. High end, if you're an advanced fighter, you have a lot of experience and you're moving around a lot, then it's going to be approximately closer to a thousand calories, eight hundred to a thousand calories. Oh, that's nice. Um, but yeah, overall health benefits. I mean, aside from the mental um, aspect, I mean, I mean, definitely you can relieve a lot of stress. A lot of people do it for the stress relief, believe it or not, and that in itself is a great health benefit. Being able to release relieve all that stress. Um, Stress is a known uh, sickness, so um, those are one of the benefits. Uh, among, you know, among other things like uh, just overall being able to burn a tremendous amount of calories and just overall build your conditioning and core strength, upper body strength. It doesn't get any better. And how does it tone you differently? Um, I think the changes in intensity are what really uh, do the trick. As I previously mentioned, so one second you could be, you know, punching at a light pace. All of a sudden, you can just go into a burst of uh, flurry punches, and then that's completely changing the dynamic. Like a exactly. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of flurry punches, when Richie says, "Okay, this is what we're going to do next," he never wears gloves, but he goes against these. Does he hardcore- ever hit you? No, he does. He doesn't hit me. Okay, <laughs> not yet. No, he doesn't. He doesn't hit me because he knows that I would just like fall apart. <laughs> do, you punch your, do you punch your other clients? Yeah. Um, oh no, he smacks them without gloves. You have to fight each other, right? <laughs> um, not in the class. I mean, we have different levels at the gym. There's level two, which is more full contact. But uh, usually, do things get out of hand at the gym, like in the people that the cops have to come. I don't think no. I ever recall an incident which okay. that happened. It's pretty controlled, so. Um, Got it. Yeah, but for the most part, at the level one, which which Dr. Graf does take, there's a lot of uh, pad work, focusment work. So it's just, you know, partner work that you're holding combinations for. So it's pretty intense. It definitely gets really intense. And, um, I mean, she'll tell you. <laughs> well, for me, the intense part is trying to follow what you just demonstrated. <laughs> right. It definitely, it's, it's kind of like a memory thing. And there's a memory thing involved as well. And it could be a little overwhelming for a lot of uh, beginners, but this is why we usually recommend they have a session or two with a um, skilled coach to kind of, you know, break them into that, um, right. into the classes. Oh, so because so, the classes are like high impact, like... 
Well, the ones that I take are level one. So how hard do you want to hit the bag? I mean, I use Is that a group thing or is it like one-on-one? It's a group thing. It's a group thing, but your Monday class is Mm one-on-one because we spar. In, in a way. Right. It's it's a lot of pad work, so you might have somebody throwing punches at you indirectly, right? you got to be yeah. careful. We don't want to lose you have an eyeball. To duck. <laughs> so you're ducking, you're slipping. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of movement involved. Is there music on? Yeah, the gym definitely has music oh, most you don't have of like the a time DJ blasting. for your class. But he's though. not oh, singing. That would be cool. That's okay. actually a good idea. I'm going to think about, I'm going to speak to uh, management about you that. You should. <laughs> you should have a DJ. Yeah, that'll be cool. But all of all of the coaches at this place are so professional and yes. so great and so nice. I, I like the gym itself because everybody is so nice and, and you helpful. teach self-defense as well? I do not teach self-defense. But you know um, it. But I think, um, you know, boxing and Muay Thai can be a cons- considered a type of self-defense. If Have you, you ever had your purse grabbed in a parking lot at the mall during <laughs> Christmas time? I, maybe once I had I my have purse and, snatched okay. and then I kicked the crap out of somebody. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Well, he kicks the crap out of things without knowing it. <laughs> Are you like a ninja? Do you like? Can you like jump like on like on top of like a roof of the car? Yes, from the ground. Definitely, I can actually flip over one. So <laughs> well, that's exciting. that I'm going to have to see. It's pretty cool. I always wanted to be a, a stunt double. I, that never happened, but you can still do it. No, you can still do it. You're young enough. No, I'm too old. You look like Maui from Moana. <laughs> I hear that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a little Maui doll that my daughter bought me, and it's next to my TV. So I love that song from that movie. <laughs> I think you should be a stunt double on Broadway. This way, you don't have to move to LA. I know, right? That would be interesting. I'm gonna call my manager, speak I, to him about it. <laughs> does that make sense? You could be a yeah. stunt, You could be a stunt double at the Garden during an actual fight. <laughs> oh, do yeah. they do stunts on Broadway? I don't know. <laughs> I think they just all tie them to strings and throw them throw them over the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're tied with strings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can see them, but oh yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you didn't have to have a stunt double? I mean, if you just really just do it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I know a lot of actors do uh, their own stunts, and I guess they get the most respect because I mean, it's kind of uh, kind of odd to have somebody stand in for you, and you know. But yeah, for the most part, it's it's a pretty cool thing. I've always, I've always admired those uh, stunt doubles. They okay. don't get enough credit. Oh no, they don't. <laughs> They don't. But actually, the movie Wonder Woman, she did her own stunts. Really? Yeah. Gal Gadot did her own stunts. Really? And in um, Atomic Blonde, Charlize Theron did her own stunts. Right. Yes, I did read about that. Oh, for real? Yeah. I think she blew out her knee. Oh. Interesting. They had to put her into a crash course of uh, self-defense. I think she did a lot of Krav Maga, boxing, kickboxing, some jiu-jitsu. That Krav Maga, that's that Israeli... Yes, that's the Israeli, I think, Fighting. the armed forces yeah, uh, yeah. self-defense that they use for self-defense, I but think that's, that's trained. When you, get, when you get close to somebody, you just basically flail your hands and like you dismantle. Know, yes. use whatever you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Head, elbows, whatever you got. Yeah. Now, I don't ever see my, I see myself boxing. Right. But anything that would require me to put a helmet on and a mouth guard, I probably wouldn't do it. That's this a point Saturday night life. for me, girl. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it really depends on how far you want to take it. You out. never invited me to that. Well, I don't think you're right. Now that I know that you're into into all this, I can bring you next time. I'll film it. Okay, <laughs> I'll let you know what you can bring for the potluck. <laughs> I'll bring the tequila. Perfect. Love tequila. Yes, that's a party. Well, ask him how he works out. How I do don't work out? work out. What? How, what did I say? You said you go upstairs. 
with your tequila. Oh well, that's a, that's the gym I slay by the pool. There's like there's a fitness pool like in my house, but like oh, I, don't, nice. I don't. I just like make margaritas and drink by it. <laughs> Other people do laps and I watch them. <laughs> so oh, that's so where that... I saw that bag that I was talking about. That big bag that hangs there. They have one in my house. Nice. But I never punched it. Maybe I'll go there tonight. You have to wear gloves. You have to wrap your hands really well. Right. With what? Definitely. You, know, you want to make sure your hands are wrapped with uh, hand wraps, with professional hand wraps. Uh, this way you Do protect. they have them at Models? They, they do, okay. but we also sell them at the gym. They, I know they're really long. Yes, uh, they, there's actually two uh, standard sizes, 108 and 180. So 180 is usually what I recommend for uh, adults. 108s are for pretty much kids, children. Well, I was looking for the 108s, but I'm, I have the 180s. Do they say UFC on them? Yes. Those are cute. I'd wear those. Those are cool. How do, you, how do you take care of them? How do you wash them? So what I like to tell people to do, a lot of my clients ask me the same questions. I tell them to use the bag that they, the mesh bag that they wash their bras in okay. so it doesn't get all tied up in their clothing and in, in their, uh, you know. Or like around the washing machine, it can get like, you know, around that stick in the middle of the washing right. machine, it can get like tangled. It in gets there. tangled. It gets all <laughs> tangled. So put it in the mesh bag. Just wash it like a regular piece of clothing. And Joey, you can, you can. And my bra bag as well. Use your bra bag or your pantyhose bag, okay? okay. My, my shears. <laughs> um, but back to what you were saying about, you know, having to put on headgear and actually competing. Uh, a lot of my clients, I tell them they, t- they can take it as far as they want to. You know, you can either do it just for the conditioning aspect. You can do it for, you know, just basic sparring. And if they want to move up to the next level and compete, then they always have that option as well. But um, either way, you're getting the best possible workout. What is your favorite workout, personally? My favorite workout? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love my boxing. I love hitting the bag. I love uh, sparring with my clients. I love... Um, what does sparring mean? Sparring is full contact. It's kind of like... Um, it's simulating a fight. So, And that's the key word, Got simulating. It. We're not really fighting each other. Do you guys like other? grunt and scream and stuff? Of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. Jot that down. Um, well, that, I could be a stunt double just grunting and screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did that. I did that twenty three in me. <laughs> oh God! Which is that whole chromosome test? Right. They told me that I'm two hundred ninety seven times as much Neanderthal as others. Really? Yeah. Wow. I said Neanderthal, and apparently they they had very you know, weak pharynxes. Right. So they right. grunt. Which so I got that from my father because <laughs> my father used to grunt all the time. Wow. I, yeah, I did that test as well. I'm only 2% Neanderthal. <laughs> Where do you get the test done? Are you a doctor? You go online. No, you, you, you get it. You, is it like a BuzzFeed it's, quiz? It's a kit. It's a kit. And you have to just like fill Pee this in it? vial. Spit in it. Spit in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not that DNA easy. Test. It's not that easy. Yeah, my friend did that for the DNA. Not DNA. For um, what the hell? You know, what to find out if you're like Irish or German or something. Well, that's that swab test. But this is like. No, she spit in something and she sent it off. So I answer com. Oh, oh, it's, it's a similar. It's this a similar. is twenty three and me. This is this is like super science. I mean, yeah. it's you know haplotypes and other things that even I can't understand. But cool. I'm two hundred ninety seven times more Neanderthal, <laughs> which explains than my, normal people or just like then than all the other people who did the test. Oh, yeah. So that's why I have such awesome upper body strength, right? Because <laughs> we're hunters. Do, do some damage. No, I was probably like the lazy one. I was like. A grizzly bear, like, that went to sleep for this whole winter. <laughs> I was not trying to attack no one, girl. <laughs> you weren't trying to attack. Okay. Well, we were hunters and gatherers, so we kind of intermixed with everybody else. So, Got it. So I would be a stunt double that grunts a lot. That's cool. 
Okay, now, here's the thing. You are so super fast. I agree. <laughs> How do you get your speed? I just think throughout the years of actually doing it, mm -hmm. you know, and just working on speed and really being able to loosen up when I'm throwing punches, I think that's ultimately what's helped me uh, um, gain as much speed as I currently do have. Also, just the fact that I try to really push all of my clients when I'm holding focus mitts for them as well. I try to push them as hard as possible. So I really work on speed very dynamically on a consistent basis, and that's helped me a lot. So, yeah, that's one of the contributing factors. In that case, you've just been slowing down when you come over to me, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, it's, it's every, you know, everybody works at their own level, you know, and what's the, she's in level one. What's the highest level? Well, at the gym, there's two, uh, level one and two, and then sometimes there's a level three. Uh, level two includes a lot of, like I mentioned before, a lot of uh, full contact, a lot of one-on-one -on -one sparring. Mm -hmm. uh, the level ones are usually just a lot of pad work, basic techniques, basic skills, um, punching, you know, you name it. So it's a lot of the basics, running through the basics and repetitively doing them. Uh, there's usually a lot of conditioning involved as well. So I'll have people do some sprints, um, push-ups, jump has squats. A, he has a sprint before the class. Yes. That's like where you run fast. Yes. Is and it on a track or does he just like run down the hallway? No, it's on a soft, soft pad. And then he has a crawl. <laughs> oh, you all do it? Yes. Like running in place? No, they run around the the just actual bag room. Okay, got it. And then I have them do something called the bear crawl, which is killer. But you know, yeah, so, I'm a sadist, so I love putting people through that. Yeah, workout. so I crawl into the middle so people stop passing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she does. Ugh. I didn't think you'd notice. I notice everyone in my class. Yeah. It's like see, I only run, on your, I only run when down. I see you looking toward me. <laughs> and then I slow uh -huh. down. Okay, I'll make sure next time I keep my eyes a little bit more Do open. Do you wear a Britney Spears microphone? <laughs> that would be so cool. I'm going to ask management for one. You don't have a microphone there? No. I oh. project. I have to project. <laughs> Sometimes I end up without a voice because I get really excited watching everybody kick ass, but... Um, <laughs> but I think a Britney Spears mic would be definitely be uh, on order. Yeah, it makes things much more interesting. <laughs> well, I've seen your barbell class. Yes. It scares me to death. Yes, I do a lot of Olympic lifting with a, lot, a big majority of my clients. It's also encouraged the power lifting, um, just for overall power and strength development. Um, and you know, you, we we have great athletes that uh, train under those modes and. They're really amazing. And um, then you have them run around the gym. This is an old King Cullen, okay, just to give you an uh, idea of the size of this place. Yeah, I mean, we try to take advantage of every inch of the gym. You know, we make them run around every, as even outside around the gym, inside. We use, uh, you know, kettlebells, TRXs, you, you name it. We try is to it like a regular it. gym where they have, like, machines and stuff, or it's all boxing? They do have machines. There's a, there's three, there free are three weights. Olympic lifting pl platforms. There are free weights, there are kettlebells, TRXs, uh, you name it. We pretty much are fully stocked. One-stop shop. Okay, so let me talk to you about some nutrition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, Joey's actually going to his first sushi class tonight. Yeah. He's going to be a sushi chef. Very cool. Well, uh, interesting. Yeah. I'm just trying to shake things up around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Some new techniques. Knife techniques. Um, I'm a big proponent of alkalinity. Okay. And greens and raising your body pH. Yes. Um, I don't always practice what I preach because my lifestyle simply doesn't allow it with all the traveling that I do. Exactly. Um, but... It's very easy to check your pH. How do you do it? 
Well, you can get pH strips pretty much anywhere, and you check your saliva pH. And what you'd find, this is really interesting. Um, I think when I was in med school, or I was an intern, um, my pH was incompatible with life. So good thing that we know about that then. You want high pH, right? You want like 8? You want to be 7, point, 7 to 7.5. So what you do is you clear out your mouth, get some saliva, then you take a pH strip, and you saturate what it completely. What store do you get them in? Like the They're in health food stores. You can get them online. It's really simple. Oh. And if you take a calcium or a mineral supplement, one hour later, you're going to see an increase in your pH. So you just take calcium things? No, you have to do a bunch of things. Or drink alkaline water? Well, water itself is alkaline. Right. So, right. so you can alkalinize it. You know, actually, I've tested the pH of all these alkaline waters that say 9.5 and 8.8, yeah. and they're all five, like 6, 5.5. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised, and some of them actually claim to be high, uh, higher the pH. The Essentia wins all the awards. That's the one I drink. No? Um, my favorite's 1908 from New Zealand. Oh, I've never had that one. But just drinking water. Right, correct. Filtered water is fine. Yeah. You know, filtered. New York City water is great. Long Island water is like. <laughs> yeah, I drink out of the tap at my house. Yeah, just put a filter on there because it's going through pipes. Oh, I noted. So what, what kind of nutrition do you recommend for people who want to do this? It really depends. Obviously, you know, clean eating is the way to go. A lot of greens, like you mentioned, a lot of greens and vegetables. Um, um, I usually recommend my clients just, I mean, I try to break it down and make it as simple as possible because, uh, like you mentioned, we all live crazy, hectic lifestyles, and it's really hard for us to uh, maintain a um, a structured uh, diet plan. So I try to keep it simple. I just tell them to try to eat as many greens greens as possible. Lower lower fats, lower levels of fat. You know, high pro high level, higher levels of protein. And you know, again, it just comes down to keeping it simple. Now, if if usually if people ask for macros, then I obviously spend more time in uh, diligence. Um, what do you mean? What's macros? Um, so they usually like break macaroni? macro nutrients. They oh. usually they're usually broken down into three different ones, which is uh, protein, fats, and um, carbohydrates. And based on the individual goal, then they're we kind of shift the percentage of what you actually get from each macronutrient. Now, when is the best time to have a protein shake? After, after a workout. At what point? Usually they say, um, I mean, tests have shown that usually there's an anabolic window. I would say about 30 minutes after, you have up to 30 minutes after your workout before your body goes into a catabolic state, which uh, means... Uh, muscle breakdown. It starts using your muscle tissue as a fuel, and that's the last thing that we want to do. So uh, if we le- feed our body the necessary protein within that half hour, 45-minute window, um, we kind of that's usually the best time to to have the protein. That's great information. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is stuff. really great information because, well, a lot of people don't. Right, right. They, I'm asked these questions on a consistent basis. So. I know I ask a lot yes. of them. No, that's great. You give me a lot of information. <laughs> I try, I try, I try as best as I can. So I'm trying to get you to repeat the information so others can hear the wisdom right. of Richie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, usually that's, you want to have, you know, at least a serving of, a few servings, a few grams, uh, one serving of protein, depending on the type of uh, protein that you are having, whether it's um, protein powder or actually, you know, the meat source, so... Doesn't it take longer for a meat source to get into the muscle? It so definitely does. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be in a catabolic state by the time it gets right? So it really depends. If uh, right immediately after your workout, you're able to eat, then yeah, that's good. But uh, I mean, obviously, the easiest way is just to have the protein powder. So and how supplement. long? How long a period should you wait 
before working out, you know, eating, eating-wise? Um, that also depends on the individual. Usually we want to have a little bit more carbohydrates before our workout. This way it helps fuel us through the, um, you know, through our workout. But I usually like to say an hour. This way we don't have any issues with indigestion or the food coming up on you, especially if it's a really intense exercise, uh, bout of exercise. You don't want anything yeah. lingering in your stomach. So you want to at least be, I would say, 50, 75% uh, digested, whatever you, the last thing you ate. So before usually an hour. Hmm? Before you work out. Before. Before, correct. Now, when you're going to do a workout like that, because the, the general rule is you want to drink half your weight, body weight in water. Correct. So uh, how every much? Every day? Yeah. Wait, half my body weight in water. Yeah. How many? Wait, when you need the weight? How do you? So you, there's a there's an app called Water Finder. So you say say weighs two hundred pounds. You can you can actually. So put, I have to drink hundred drink hundred pounds of water. <laughs> half your body weight is. You have they they have a, they have a, a, a oh, Joey. Wait, how do you how, how do you really do you put it into time. ounces? Would you put it into ounces? Yes. So say if someone weighs two hundred pounds, I'm not going to say who, but someone may have might weigh. You got to have a hundred ounces. A hundred ounces. So you yeah. take how many, however many number it is, and so you got to have ounces of like water. a gallon and a half of water. Oh no, that's Correct. what we said. That's what no, my, my roommate told me that yesterday. She's a nurse. She so she oh, had so two. Why of are you big, giving me a hard time? I forgot because I didn't know how, I didn't know how it was broken <laughs> down that it was right. So yeah, that was, she told me a hundred of those, but she doesn't weigh that much. But there's a really she good app called Water Finder that you plug in your height, your weight. And every time you drink, whether it's ounces or um, milliliters, I mean, it kind of goes up. Right, right. So you That's know when cool. you had. So how much more water should somebody drink, you know, after an intense boxing workout? Um, I mean, I like, I usually tell people now. to, to uh, make sure their electrolytes are in check. They don't want to drink too much, too much water either, especially after a workout because um, there's something called hyponatremia, if I'm not mistaken. Is that when you have to go up and pee in the middle of the night? <laughs> No, that's oh, okay. actually you flushing out all the electrolytes out of your, out of your system, and that's that's not a good thing. <laughs> I thought that was a medical term for it. Pardon. It's low salt. That's what hyponatremia yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Peeing in the middle of the night. We'll come up with a medical term for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh no, this is nothing compared to what we were talking about before. So we won't even go there. <laughs> What's the app called? Water Tracker. Water Finder. Finder. Water reminder, that's not it. Well, you can do well, any of them. Water tracker, water finder. This has gone fast. I told you this was going to be fast. Faster than him when he's sparring with someone. <laughs> not Nothing is faster than Richie when he's sparring, okay? Nothing. Nothing. Could you please tell our listeners, if they want to get in touch with you or find out more about you, um, how they can reach you? All right, there's a few ways. And spell your name for them. Um, Richard Rizzo, R-I-C-H-A-R-D. R-I-1-Z-O. I work at the UFC gym in Long Island. Um, I'm the assistant fitness director there, actually. So, um, I, yeah, I've been there for about approximately four years. But definitely feel free to reach out to the gym. Call me directly. Or you can email me at Richie Rizzo, R-I-C-H-Y-R-I-Z-O, at AOL.com. I'm throwing it back. <laughs> and you have a Facebook page, too. Yes, I also have a Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook. Richie Rizzo at Richie Rizzo, R-I-C-H-Y-R-I-Z-O. I'm the hot-looking guy on the surfboard. He really is. <laughs> He's pretty hot. But It looks like Moana's dad, so there you just go. look for him yeah, <laughs> on the picture. Listen, it has been such a pleasure for me to have you here. And I can tell, I can vouch because I, I take Richie's class. Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing you. It's been, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Well, here's the problem. I did four hours of yoga the day before. <laughs> nice. Very Why cool. would you four hours? All in one sitting? Yeah. Do you have nothing better to do? 
Been sitting there for four um, hours. I was I was hosting a yoga master at my home, and I couldn't oh, right. I couldn't drop him off at the workshop and leave. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> was it kind of like a retreat or? No, I've done retreats. This was more this was more intense than a retreat because a retreat, you know, you work on the ropes. You know, I like Iyengar yoga. Right. Right. Cool. cool. And but he had us doing asanas like constantly, and at the end I couldn't do a shoulder stand, which for me is a no brainer. Wow. And wow. he was talking about the Spanish Inquisition, how they actually did yoga positions. But after 29 minutes, they become very difficult and hard. <laughs> you know, so anyway. Very cool. Very anyway, cool. it's been great having you. Thank you for joining us on Fab Skin Hot Bodies. My pleasure. My pleasure. And this is Dr. Jeanette Graff and Joey Kamasas. Thank you for coming, Sign Richie. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you very much. Anytime. Live out loud.